Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He is Father James Martin. He is on the line with us from New York City. Father Martin, thanks for taking time to be with us. My pleasure. Well, let, let's begin by asking you to tell us about your book, because the, the book is kind of in the focus here, Building a Bridge. What is it about, and why did you write it? Sure. So the book is about uh, reaching out to LGBT Catholics, that's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender Catholics, and how a uh, sort of a relationship of respect, compassion, and sensitivity can happen between them uh, and the Catholic Church. Um, so it's basically, it's pretty mild. Uh, it has the endorsement of several cardinals and bishops and archbishops and the approval of my Jesuit superiors. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's trying to start a conversation and trying to make people who are already Catholic, of course, LGBT Catholics, feel more welcome in what is, after all, their own church. Now, was this book published when Misericordia invited you, or did it come after, or, or was it the book that caused the invitation? That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Mr. Accordia invited me last year, so I think the and the book came out only in June. So if my I have a terrible memory. If my memory is correct, uh, I think Mr. Accordia invited me first, and then the book came out. Okay. Now I'm sure you know this. The northeastern Pennsylvania here, my audience is probably about seventy percent Roman Catholic, mm -hmm. and very very conservative. And boy, people are really pointed about this. They and and I think now there's twenty thousand signatures on this petition to to say don't let them speak. W what is your reaction to that? Well, <laughs> I mean the twenty thousand signatures. It's online, from what I I hear. Uh, and so, you know, maybe 20,000 people, you know, half of them might be in, you know, the Philippines for all I know. Uh, nothing against the Philippines. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't really think much of it. It doesn't really bother me too much that not everyone's going to agree with me or like me or approve of me. But, uh, you know, they need to know that uh, the book is totally in line with church teaching. And, you know, if you have a Vatican cardinal like Cardinal Farrell, who's the prefect of the Vatican's dicastery for family, laity, and life, praising the book, then, you know, I don't know what problem they have with it. But, you know, I would just encourage them to read the book. Well, Most of what's being uh, protested is stuff that's kind of ginned up online. And it's, you know, I, I wonder how many of the 18,000 people have actually read the book. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, is, is a lot of the reaction rumor rather than having read the book? I mean, what, what, do you, what, did, what did you try to accomplish with the book? What do, what do you want to happen here? Well, first of all, the reaction, uh, the, the overwhelming reaction has been positive. Uh, and so, you know, I've been, you know, giving talks uh, mostly in the Northeast, but, you know, in places, that I'm from Philadelphia, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, Washington. And, you know, people come up to me and they are crying and hugging me. And, uh, you know, as I said, the book's gotten very well reviewed. It's been endorsed by cardinals and archbishops and bishops. So the vast majority of the response has been very positive because most people at this point in their lives know LGBT people. And they, you know, a lot, particularly parents and grandparents want their children and grandchildren to feel welcome in the church. Um, and, uh, you know, so that, so, so that when we talk about the reaction, there's that. But the reaction from the kind of, I would say, a lot of these sort of far-right, um, you know, self-appointed orthodoxy police sites, 
one of the guys actually admitted that he had never read the book. And so I don't know what they're reacting to. I think a lot of it is homophobia, basically. It's a simple sort of visceral hatred of the, the homosexual person and the bisexual person and on and on. And where do you think and, that comes from? Oh, uh, a lot of places. Uh, first of all, it's um, uh, fear. So there's the fear of someone who's other or different. You know, I mean, I, I think that we see that in terms of other minorities, um, you know, African-Americans or Latinos, um, uh, Irish, Italian. I mean, at some point, uh, you know, we're talking about northern Pens uh, northeastern Pennsylvania, Polish people suffered that, you know, for a while. So uh, there's... Um, there's sort of hatred that leads into hatred. There's a kind of schoolyard bullying that happens. Uh, so I think that's that's part of it. And, you know, there's a kind of visceral disgust about, you know, same-sex relations. Some of it has to do with the idea that they think the book is sort of stepping on church teaching, which it isn't. So, but I think most of it's homophobia. When, I mean, you, when you say it's not stepping on church teaching, uh, our, the bishop here, Bishop Bambera, has said you're speaking, that, that the, the screening process was, was done. Do you have to check with him before you come into the diocese? Oh, the, um, uh, the university would have to check with him, you know, before I came into the diocese. Before I, I assume they did before I was and, invited. But, but it, would you have any communication with him or with the diocese? Um... Generally, no. Um, if I'm giving a speaking, no, not really. If I'm giving a, invited to give a commencement address or something, usually the president, you know, will, I'm, I'm assuming that this was done in this situation, the president will kind of, you know, run that by the, the bishop or the archbishop. But, um, you know, he's right. I mean, the point is that people are getting, you know, the people who signed this petition are getting upset about a book that basically talks about loving people, respecting them, and what the catechism asks us to do, treat them with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. That's part of the catechism. Well, the people who, I guess, who have seen your book or know something about you are, are complaining that you want to rewrite some of the catechism to uh, differently ordered. Uh, can, can you speak about that? Yeah, well, part of the, part of the catechism uh, says that um, uh, homosexual people are objectively disordered. Their actions are objectively disordered, and they themselves are intrinsically disordered. You know, they're, and so you know, basically, what I'm saying in the book is, you know, we need to look at how that language is received by people and heard by people. And you know, basically, all I'm saying is that there are several bishops who have said that 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 wording needs to be looked at. Um, and you know, imagine someone telling you you are intrinsically disordered. I mean, how would that make you feel? It's, it's a tough phrase. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, I think it's more than that. You know, I was um, uh, I was giving a talk in Washington, and the mother of a gay boy came up to me, 14-year-old young man, and said to me, and I, I, I put this in a revised version of my book that's coming out in a couple months. Um, this is a quote. Do people understand what that kind of language could do to a young person? It could destroy him. Wow. And we, so what the book says is we need to listen to that. That's all the book says. What does that mean? Can we listen to that mother? And it's true. I mean, uh, LGBT youths are five times, five times more likely to, to attempt suicide than straight kids. Five times. Father, do you have any, any sense of, of how many Roman Catholic would be in the LGBT well, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert in all this, but, uh, you know, the, the percentage of like 5%, I'm sure you've seen that kind of bandied around. So like 5 to 10% of the population is LGBT. Um, but, 
you know, I think it's important to look at, um, you know, how they're treated in the church. And if you have, for example, if you have 20,000 people, wherever they are, you know, all over the world, who think that I can't even speak because I'm advocating respect, compassion, and sensitivity, that shows you what they have to put up with every day. You know? Uh, another statistic, 85% of LGBT kids report bullying in schools. Of those people uh, who report it, 64% say nothing is ever done. I just happen to be looking at these figures, you know, this morning. Now, Father so, Martin, can I ask you to hold on? Just we have to sure. we have to take a, a commercial break. I'm going to put yep. you on hold, and we'll be back, and we'll continue our conversation. Father James Martin, author of the book Building a Bridge, commencement speaker at Misericordia. On the line with us is Father James Martin from New York City. He is the commencement speaker at Misericordia. Father, can I let me read you some of the texts that are coming in because I I just want you to hear people are calling you a heretic. People are saying I urge you to cancel the talk scheduled. Um, this event should be canceled in its entirety as a Catholic. I'm outraged. You are confusing faithful Catholics. Um, I'm sure you get, uh, get a lot of this. Th 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 these texts that are coming in are really, really pointed. You're being called a heretic. You're being told to cancel. You're being told that you're splitting the church. What's your reaction to that? Father Martin, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, did you hear what I said? I said, um, people are calling you a heretic. People are calling you um, uh, someone who is splitting the church. People are saying that, that this proves that uh, the Catholic Church is losing members. W what are your thoughts on that? Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> okay. That's basically, I mean, like if someone called me a murderer or something, I mean, I'm not. Uh, heresy is a particular kind of denial of a revealed truth uh, in the Catholic Church, like the resurrection or the incarnation. Uh, asking people to treat. Go ahead. Are you there? Go ahead, Father Martin. Are you there? Yeah. Still well, there? Yeah. Asking people to treat. Asking people to treat uh, LGBT Catholics with respect is actually part of the catechism. Uh, it is part of the catechism that most people don't read, but it is part of the catechism. And also, I might remind people of the Gospels, which is, uh, shows us uh, the way Jesus treated people on the margins, and he reached out to people on the margins and loved them. Uh, and so the idea that, this is, that, that loving people and asking their people to welcome LGBT Catholics into their own church uh, is heresy is, in fact, heresy. <laughs> I mean, they don't know, uh, you know, I don't think people who, you can't just sort of throw around a term like heretic. It's a term, it's like saying murderer, like you're a murderer because I disagree with you. That's baloney. Now, so. would you ever, would you ever get to a point where you would say, I, I don't need this kind of baloney. I'm not coming to Dallas, Pennsylvania to College Misericordia. Would you, you know, I mean, would you ever walk away from this or are you coming no matter what? No, of course I would. Of course I'd come. It's first of all, uh, you know, I've had I've had people say that they're going to protest, you know, before, and you know, a handful of people show up, and uh, you know, why would I? Why would I not come? I mean, because a few, a certain few people who probably haven't read the book uh, and probably don't know what heresy means because they're using it in the wrong way uh, and who are homophobic, you know, would rather me not stick up for people in the margins. That's, I mean, what kind of Jesuit would I be? I mean, if Jesus, if Jesus had never, if Jesus, uh, you know, decided that he would, you know, only talk to people who accepted him or who liked him, he would have never left his house in Nazareth. Well, Father, I want to thank you for taking time to talk with us, and uh, I appreciate your honesty, and uh, good luck at your speaking engagement at Misericordia. Thanks. Thanks right. for having me on. Okay. Bye-bye, Father. Right, take care. Bye. Father James Martin, um, who is from New York City. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.